everybody, it's Illy Vish, and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. This week we have Gemini Brown giving his astrological forecast for the week, letting us know what's going on with the astrological weather. And I'm going to do a little discussion about people hating on your ascension, on you ascending, because this is a, a theme that it's been coming up a lot within the past week, especially today for me, like just several different things happened with people that I know that just made me feel compelled to talk about that. So that's what we'll be discussing this week. Um, you guys just sit back, relax and enjoy another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. What's going on, world? It's your boy Gemini Brown here, back with another episode of Nalo Kicking Knowledge. Today, we'll be taking a look at this week's forecast, seeing what the stars have in store for us. So, let's get into it. As always, shout out to all the Capricorns celebrating birthdays this week. This is the last leg of Capricorn season. I hope everybody's been enjoying it. Uh, Last week, I would say, was a pretty good week. Uh, depending on how you utilize the energies, uh, there was definitely, you know, some tense energy out there. But always remember this, uh, tense or difficult energy is meant to be channeled into something productive. So um, coming from last week into this week, I really see the overall theme of this week being that of self-improvements. Literally having to buckle down on things we've been overlooking and um, use this last bit of earthy Capricorn energy to uh, throw in some discipline, okay? So, we got today exact. We got two exact aspects today. One of them is Mercury conjunct Saturn. And what this does is it adds this mental heaviness to our thought processes, even our communications. So, you know, if Mercury is very active in your chart, you're probably going to be feeling quite agitated, maybe even depressed. But what's happening is that you're being called to really look at where you need to uh, implement this Capricorn or Saturn energy on a conscious level. And always keep in mind, Mercury is the conscious mind. It is the part of us that can practically apply and think about things to do. So at this time, there's going to be logical uh, solutions to overcoming the things that uh, we've been slacking on. Okay, so it's really important that you don't fall into, you know, being overly depressed, but you think to yourself, okay. How can I tighten up? How can I really get the most out of this particular uh, energy in this area of life? Okay, what do I want to achieve? Remember, that's what Capricorn is about. And when we had Sun linking up with Pluto, it was really about ironing out those uh, those desires. What What is it? Now we have a chance 
to get the conscious mind to adapt a plan, a discipline, a structured plan towards going after those desires, okay? And like I said, this can uh, make for more serious tones of conversation. It can make us more business oriented in the sense of like, okay, I need to make these calls. I need to connect with these people, you know? So with Venus out here in Sagittarius, socialization is high, but we also want to socialize not for the sake of socializing, but socializing, you know, to better our causes, okay? Who cannot connect with? Um, some of us are going to really need mentors, you know? Anybody who's uh, gotten a, a reading from me with their sign of return is definitely about seeking out mentorship, uh, looking at others as an example of how to get better. So these are all going to be themes that are present this week. So it's going to be tough mentally, but... There is a sextile towards Neptune, and Neptune is spirituality. Neptune is imagination. So the way to alleviate that pressure, that heaviness, is through the things of Neptune. So you might want to do some meditation. You want, might want to do a ritual. You might want to flex your uh, imaginative qualities, okay? Do something. It's about being proactive. We got... With Mars here in Aries and Venus in fire, you can't, this is not a time to think. This is a time to act, all right? So the next thing to also keep in mind with that is um, conversations. You know, you may have some, you may need to have a real conversation with yourself or with someone you consider a mentor, older person, whatever, about how to improve, okay? We should be looking for ways to get better at this time, all right? So then we got, and I've been looking at this aspect for a while, it's been at play, it's exact now, it's gonna keep uh, perfecting throughout Jupiter's transit, but we got Neptune square Jupiter. And of course, the overall theme of Jupiter and Sagittarius is to define and live our truth, right? Sagittarius corresponds to Religion, of course, we know re religion has a set of rules, a way of living that makes the person more optimistic and faithful. All right, anybody on this channel, you I don't think you're religious, but at best, you're spiritual, so you need to spiritually define your truth and live within this truth. This square towards Neptune shows that there is some unconscious baggage in the background that keeps us from fully going after this truth, okay? And this can be a number of things. It can be marijuana. It can be some harder substances. It can be drinking. It can be food. It can be porn. It can be whatever, right? You. It can be lack of confidence. But you have to define what it is that is stopping you from living within this truth. And the remedy is what? Discipline, structure, practicality, grounding oneself. So we have to be focused. Like I said, we have to take a focus. We have to have a focused effort towards improving ourselves. So let's just say um, this is occurring in your fourth house. You got you know, Jupiter in your fourth house and the squaring uh, Neptune in your seventh, right? Your, your home life can be in the way. 
you might have. Your kids may be in the way of you really being able to lock down and, you know, study, travel, do whatever. Your relationship can be holding you back, okay, unconsciously. Maybe you have a partner who's not in line with you spiritually, okay? Let's say this is happening um, in your 10th house, right? That career could be stifling your sense of uh, optimism and, and adventure. So what it, we have to define what it is. And right now with this earth energy, it's gonna be something practical. It's a practical approach to overcoming this, right? But at the same time, this influence adds one where we actually wanna escape. We don't wanna follow a routine. We don't wanna do these things. Neptune's like, oh, I need to be fed. And if you feed it, more than likely, you're going to overindulge in it. So as it goes, as, as the sun finishes up this transit, we have to define what it is that is going on in our lives and how we are going to, you know, really improve upon it. But you can't escape doing the work. It's it's never going to go away. It's a it's a process. I can, anybody can tell you who, you know, has struggled with something. Uh, that they need to let go. It's a process of letting it go. And the more you put it off, the longer it takes. So if you feel this energy heavily, it's asking you to let that thing go, okay? It is asking you to sacrifice something in order to give way to that greater truth, okay? Uh, the energy overall is gonna be intense this week. We're building towards a full moon, uh, we're going to have sun uh, opposing the north node, which is really going to shine a light, okay, upon the themes of the north node, which is, you know, in Cancer right now. So that's family, that's, you know, our emotional selves and, and you know, the nurturing, how we're being nurtured and nurturing others, okay? So... Pay attention to that. Ultimately, I can say with that is that it's going to show that the foundation, right? Cancer is like the foundation upon which the structure of Capricorn is built. So we're going to have to check in with our foundation to see how that's playing out. There are things that are going to materialize uh, for some of us, but ultimately it boils down to the choices uh, that we make. So we're really, this week, overall, I just really see us being uh, forced to make decisions and, and take action. We still got Venus and Sagittarius. It's actually trying to Mars. So uh, the will and the love is there. It's, gonna, it's getting closer and closer to Neptune. So it's more essential to see things clear and not how we want to see them, okay? And to really essentially tap into spirit at this time. If you're, you know, if you're, if you've been halfway in, you're seeing that that found that spiritual foundation isn't too strong. It's it's really a time of intense focus right now and the striving towards self improvement. So be honest with yourself this week. What do I need to do better? Go back to last week of the desire. What do I want, and how am I gonna? Uh, get there. What about me needs to transform in order to get there? Okay. What do I need to let go? And ultimately everything will just keep uh, falling into place. Okay. 
with with this Mercury heavy week, pay attention to when the moon goes into Gemini, because that's when things are going to be uh, a bit more illuminated or that energy is going to uh, really rev up. So be sure to write things out, communicate, you know, seek out, seek out those conversations with yourself or with somebody else. And, you know, just take advantage of everything at hand. So this is my interpretation of this week's energy. Hope you guys enjoy. If you haven't subscribed to my channel, feel free to do so. So next time, peace. everybody um this is illy vish i uh, just wanted to take some time out to talk about something that's kind of been on my heart and today i just got mad synchronicities that just let me know you know i was on the right track for what i wanted to discuss shout outs to my bestie shout outs to my homie say leak shout outs to astro pluto queen and shout outs to Audrey Kitching because all of y'all today touched on something that I wanted to talk about. My day started off um, with speaking to my bestie like I usually do about different things that were going on. And the theme that I got from us speaking was there are really some people hating on your ascension. They are really hating on ascension at this point. And what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of us on our spiritual journey at this point are to the point where, you know, you awaken to some truths and then it's like a spiral. You're coming back over to things you thought you understood and you're coming back to new meaning and you're constantly um, upgrading out of this 3D paradigm into like 5D consciousness. And a lot of us who practice astrology, divination, tarot, um, all types of things, we're, we're feeling kind of a crunch from some opposing forces that don't want us to be where they are. So this morning, I'm sorry, where we are. So <laughs> this morning, talked to my bestie about it, got a text from my friend Zaylik about some crazy, she shared a video with me that like just took me down a rabbit hole it was about some twin flame stuff and that's a whole other topic uh, that I'll be sure that I cover on the show and then um I was scrolling through Instagram like I normally do just checking some things out and I saw this I'm gonna read it um it was written by Audrey Kuching um, if you're not familiar with her, um, if I'm not mistaken, she's in Philly. She's from Jersey. She has some amazing spiritual products and like her messages to the collective always seem to just resonate with me. And what she had said today is we're closing out an eclipse cycle that started in February 2017. So I started thinking about uh, 2017, um, some of the themes that came up. And she says, this is a powerful culmination in lessons situations and partnerships that all stem back to that time completion energy is strong right now we are in the process of ending a long overdue chapter in our lives and like i was saying in my last talk about capricorn season and it being winter i was saying that things are dead things are going to fall away that aren't going to sustain us until we get to airy season when it's spring 
So I was feeling this, and then she goes on to say, Destiny is at play this week. A change of heart, a shift in our path, and a new perspective. Now, I know that I encourage people to get familiar with their astrology charts and to be comfortable in general with just understanding energies and how they'll personally affect you. And something that comes up a lot is whether or not, you know, what is your free will? Are you just destined for certain things? Um, because of your birth chart, when you chose to incarnate into, you know, this lifetime, and I'm serious, I believe that y'all, like we all chose when we were going to be born, what energy we were going to come into being with and how we were going to use it. But, um, when we talk about destiny and fate and things like that, sometimes people get upset because they take it to mean that, oh, their free will choices that they're making don't influence their lives. Well, (laughs) Audrey Kitchen then goes on to say, free will is a distorted term on earth. People believe they get to create their own destiny based on what they want. The soul created the blueprint for your life. And I feel like your birth charts, your blueprint. Um, The human is not in control. Free will really means you decided how hard your lessons will be as they unfold. That shit hit me in the face. And I tied it into all the other things that had happened during the day because it seems like a lot of us are experiencing challenges with other people. And I look at our challenges that we experience with other people as lessons. So then Audrey then goes on to say, if you are not learning the lessons your soul created, you will attract harder ones. I'm going to repeat that. If you are not learning the lessons your soul created, you will attract harder ones. This is free will in action. It works in reverse as well. We can bypass hardships our soul set up for us by evolving and growing quickly. That is how you create your own destiny while incarnated. And then she goes on to talk about the upcoming January 20th full moon lunar eclipse, which is at zero degrees in Leo. This is a karmic reset, culmination, and final ending. Zero degrees is like a blank slate. Leo themes are creativity, inner power, loyalty, art, following the heart, self-expression, passion, love, and truth. We are still purifying our energy by doing deep clearings in our sleep. Dreaming about situations and people from the past is a way to heal and make peace with old wounds. And that really kind of smacked me in the face because, like, I've been noticing I'm a lot more aware of my dreams lately. Um, I've just been feeling out of sorts as I've been, like, purging energy. And then she says, the universal rules of karma are changing. We are moving forward into dimensions with instant energy exchanges rather than waiting lifetimes for the return. Wow. Those functioning out of ego attract instant karmic lessons. Those living from the heart receive powerful spiritual gifts. And then she ends with the intention and the energy behind what you create is more important and powerful than the creation itself. Trust in your heart, which you know to be true. So the reason that this kind of smacked me in the face and it like worked in synchronicity with a lot of other things that were coming up today I was feeling like there's just been this heaviness uh, for me for the last couple of days. Now, I'm one of them people, I'm always checking my transit. Always checking my transit. And Mars is currently in Aries and it's squaring my moon, my Capricorn moon. Okay? 
And I know that makes me feel irritable. I know it can increase some conflicts with women in particular and different things. And that my emotions will kind of be running high. So, you know, I, I became aware of that a little bit. But as I'm talking to other people who don't necessarily right now have Mars square in their moon, and we're talking about general themes, I was actually... I'm doing an infographic. I've been, I'm going to do these until I'm done with all 12 signs. I did one for Capricorn where I started, but I'm going to do one for Aquarius and that's what I was working on. So it's uh, basically an infographic that breaks down Aquarius energy. And then something hit me. All these things started like kind of pulling together. In Capricorn season, you know, I felt that intense need, especially with the sun when it was right on my Capricorn moon to get my shit together, my boss management energy. But that's preparing us to get to Aquarius energy. And because Aquarius is ruled by Uranus and that's like the higher mind, the universal mind, I equate that with, you know, ascension. So we're going through all the um, zodiacal seasons and each one is giving us lessons that, you know, we pick up and learn from and then have to deal with when we get to the next zodiac season. And, well, (laughs) it dawned on me that, you know, first of all, we're in the age of Aquarius now. Humanity, understanding, um, you know, Social awareness is really big right now. But what I'm finding is some of my strongest spiritually minded friends and acquaintances and people that I just know are encountering these like challenges. And it just smacked me dead in the face. Um, Then I was on Facebook and APQ, Astro Pluto Queen. I got to have her on the show. I can't wait. We were supposed to do it before. Life got in the way, but she's amazing. But anyway, she was on Facebook Live talking about basically having to contend with somebody's hate. And I'm like collecting all these messages and and just basically coming to an understanding that there's a theme to things. So as we're going into Aquarius season, a time where, you know, intellect is heightened, thoughts of humanity, um where we're literally kind of upgrading and and getting into a higher vibration of things. Well, we don't often talk about what are the side effects to some of that stuff. Like I'm listen, I love my spiritual journey. I love every part of it. Even the parts that weren't so nice to me, even the parts that made everything fall away and me have to like relearn life as I thought I knew it. They have all made me into the individual that I am right now. But that has not come without challenges. That has not come without, you know, feeling like I'm running up against a brick wall. So sometimes those things are of your own doing, you know, habits that you're continuing to repeat cycles of, you know, things like that. But then, and this is the purpose of this talk today, sometimes it's not you. Sometimes it's people, and sometimes they'll consciously be aware of this, and sometimes they won't. It's other people who don't want you to ascend, that see you on your path. See, let me stop and say something right here. Aquarius and Uranus are associated with freedom. And, like, 
I know a lot of different Aquariuses, people with Aquarius moons and different Aquarius placements. And freedom's really kind of a big deal to them, you know? And the thing about it is, once you have awakened, so to speak, um, and started to see things from a spiritual perspective, you reach like a dangerously, like excellent, amazing level of freedom. Because what used to confine and constrain you no longer does. You know, um, be that the constraints of, let's say, a religion or society or just the way that you've been taught things are supposed to go. I say supposed to with my air quotes going because supposed to what you're supposed to do and letting somebody else really define that. I mean, that's rough. But I wanted people to be aware of the fact that when you are climbing that mountain and you're trying to reach the next apex that you see set for yourself, especially from a spiritual perspective, there's going to be people that don't like that or entities, I should say, or spirits that don't like that. Sometimes it could be the people closest to you. A lot of times they might be outwardly jealous or confused by the fact that you're so free since you've found your spirituality, since you've resonated with something outside of the norm or gotten into esoteric or occult studies, you know, that becomes a threat to them because they're in a rat race in their wheel following, you know, patterns as they've been set out for us for however long. You know, things that we as humans have been told we have to do and have to follow. And this is what your life is supposed to look like. When you're spiritually minded and you think with your own accord, you're free. People get scared of that freedom. So sometimes consciously, you're going to have people pulling you down. They're going to know damn well that they're doing it. Even if you aren't aware that they're doing it. They're going to consciously try to come at you. So the examples of that, like I, of what I'm seeing is like, I'm sure a lot of people into, you know, off the beaten path, so to speak, spirituality have had to contend with being called like a witch, which I don't think is a, (laughs) it's not an insult as far as I'm concerned. I'm just saying society has made it to be an insult. I mean, they used to burn witches for God's sake, but, um, You know, calling you that, saying what you're doing is of the devil. Oh, you need Jesus. Like, all these other things. These are the people consciously against you, okay? Because your level of freedom, your level of understanding, and your inner knowing and connectivity to source within yourself scares them. Because they were taught to seek all of that outside of themselves. They don't know how to come to peace with them, really. They have to have somebody else tell them how to do it. So by virtue of you not thinking like that anymore, your growth, your, I, I, I can't even think of a word to describe it right now, but just your evolution, I guess, it's a threat to them. You're, you're threatening the very basis of their reality and they don't like it rather than them sit for a minute and kind of question what it is that they believe, the belief systems that they've adopted you know, they'll automatically, oh, that, oh, you're, you're, you're doing astrology, you're demonic. The fuck? Listen, that type of stuff used to just annoy me, but now it's gotten to the point where I'm a lot more conscious of it, and I think it's for a reason. And as far as I can see, that reason is because these people will actively try to stop you from doing what you're doing. 
Like, literally. It can show up in so many different forms. You know? Um, your friends, your family. Sometimes even strangers. Like, on the Spiritual Gangsta Facebook page. The Spiritual Gangsta Certified, excuse me, Facebook page. I'm seeing it happen, too. I'm posting things and people are projecting. Now, mind you, I figure if you follow this page... You probably about that spiritual life somewhat. You know what I mean? I don't really see it as a place where people are going to convene that don't even have a remote interest in some spirituality. But just little side comments. People projecting their own negativity and their, their own view of the world. And I'm like, eh. Because I notice I'm getting freer. My connectivity to spirit has brought me a long way and has really done wonders in my life and every time I feel like I'm leveling up to another level here comes somebody now remember I said you know with Mars square and my moon I kind of knew there was going to be like some beef here or there so the stuff that I saw on the Facebook page kind of made me feel like okay well this is the energy manifesting itself and you know I'm somewhat combative online which is funny I have Mars in the 11th house the 11th house does rule technology and online and social groups and stuff and my Mars is at zero degrees so I am definitely about that life to go in but besides the people that are consciously deciding to hinder your spiritual growth what about the people that aren't Some people are doing it and don't even know uh, that they're doing it. They're not even aware that they're so-called hating. And then you've got the other category of people who, well, it's not even them. And I know a lot of people get freaked out when I talk about, you know, different spirits using you. You can get freaked out, but it's still true. (laughs) Still true. So then you have those people to contend with. Now... As we're getting ourselves ready to leave Capricorn season and go into Aquarius season, I just really want people to be mindful of the fact that, yes, this is a time frame where there's a lot more people open to understanding spiritual concepts that may come natural to you or that you're familiar with. And that's a wonderful thing, but you can't forget and I'm not saying to focus on them entirely but you can't forget about those who don't want to see you reach that place because your freedom is scary to them especially if they're miserable if someone is stuck in the rut of you know well they're working just to live so living becomes just about working and what you can get and what you can have and you know just all the things that society shows us the superficial the shit that's not even really all that deep. You know, they're not going to understand how you can be happy in solitude. They're not going to understand how connecting to yourself um, and going within made you feel freer than going to attend a service somewhere at a church. A lot of people just aren't going to get that. And you have to remember to protect yourself. And when I say protect yourself, I know people have um, medallions, talismans, different things that they have, their crystals. But I want you to consciously release that negative energy that may be consciously or unconsciously guided towards you back to sender. Get them off you. It's easy to say, well, okay, well, that's negative, so I shouldn't acknowledge that. But I don't really think that that works. 
yeah, acknowledge it and say, you're not getting any of my power because I'm sending you back. I'm returning you to sender. We're at a time frame with Jupiter and Sagittarius where I feel like, I mean, yeah, it's a lucky time. It's an auspicious time. But this is particularly a time where you're going to probably encounter a lot of people standing on their soapboxes, being really preachy, especially religious fanatical people. Okay? We'll experience probably more of that in Pisces season two, uh, since Neptune is in Pisces at home as well. But um, I'm just noticing that so many people are so quick to decry that with that which they don't understand or haven't been exposed to. Don't take that to heart. Walk your path. People are trying to pull you back down level-wise. If you're leveling up, the only time somebody can pull you down is if they're already beneath you, okay? And they're not comfortable with you being above them. Instead of looking at it like, oh, like I could aspire to be that way. Let me free my mind too. Some people just get salty as fuck. I, I don't know another way to put it. I, I, I know... For myself, I used to feel very beholden to a lot of different societal standards and ways that I had to be. I mean, I'm very industrious because of my cap moon. I have a hard work ethic. I have a earth-dominant chart. But what I've discovered on my spiritual journey is, you know, I was busting my ass, hoping to build somebody else's dream. Spirituality and all of... The things that I cover on this show are like something that I'm very passionate about. So revamping my life to be able to put that strong work ethic that I have towards working, you know, towards something that I I, I really feel like lights me up inside has made all the difference. And it's given me a sense of freedom that some people don't understand. And I've realized my job isn't to make them understand it. I used to think when I was first awakened, oh, my God. I know all this stuff, I'm going to wake the whole world up. I've slowly come to realize over the years, that's not necessarily what I'm here to do. I'm here to be a beacon to those who are willing to see that light. If they come, fine. If they don't, oh well. But protect yourself. Do not allow people that don't understand that you seek source within to try to tell you, oh, well, you need Jesus. Or some people are scared of anything that they've been told is demonic, won't even look into it themselves because that fear is there. And then they're automatically going to discount you because you're practicing one of the things they've been told or taught, you know, is of the devil. Uh, I can't tell you how crazy that drives me. Like... They say ignorance is bliss, but I don't think I could be blissfully happy not knowing the things that I know now. And I'll never, ever be satisfied with not learning more. Like, that's just how it is. So for all y'all on your spiritual journey, if you've been experiencing the naysayers, the hate, sometimes it's not even something that you're experiencing verbally or in person. You could just feel fatigued, um, just not yourself sleepy, requiring even more sleep. Matter of fact, my bestie has sent me like a list of different symptoms 
that you may feel if you're being psychically attacked. And I kind of feel like people look at psychic attacks as like somebody is consciously sending bad energy your way. Well, that that's one version of it, but some people do it unconsciously and some people are being used by lower vibration spirits to do it. So um, she sent me something that said, if you're feeling less immunity than before, a sudden change in your character, lack of clarity or thinking, obsessive negative thoughts, if you're irritated often or all the time, you just seem to have ongoing bad luck. You're crying for no reason. Um, there's a sudden loss of energy or you're suddenly depressed, even though this is the season where a lot of people have been dealing with depression. It's associated with Capricorn energy. If you've been having hallucinations, hearing weird voices, get goosebumps suddenly for no reason. Your moods are out of whack and swinging you know, from hither to thither. If you're angry for no reason, restless, you have bruises on parts of your body after you sleep, um, sudden fatigue, nightmares, lack of focus and concentration, feeling easily influenced by others or threatened. If you're like stuck in a vibration of fear, like you don't know where to go and it just seems like you can't find the right path for yourself or you're paranoid, a lot of times you might be taking on somebody else's energy. Remember... And this is something that not a lot of people subscribe to, but, you know, a thought is energy. If you think about the fact that your body has electrical impulses sent from its brain to tell it what to do, when you think about others, um, you're still sending off these electrical impulses. It's still energy. So someone's thinking negatively about you, jealous of you, hating on you. I mean, that's going to affect you in some way. So the best thing that you can do is be aware that you, you must protect yourself. We can be love and light all day if we want to, but everybody isn't about that. And everybody's not going to come at you with that. So are you just going to let them, you know, kind of just attack you and you're unprepared? Mm-mm. You better be doing whatever it is that you need to do to clear that negative energy off you and maintain peace. So... I hope everybody is finding a way to navigate their way through any resistance that they're getting to, you know, their spiritual awakening. Because I'm telling you right now, this is the path that you're on and it's found you. And I say found you rather than you found it because I really believe that. But um, just take care. Be mindful Know that this isn't something that everybody can accept. And if they can't, fuck them. Like, I don't know any other way to say it. Like, I don't wish anybody bad, but I damn sure don't want to take on the energy of anyone who I happen to scare because I'm an astrologer. And there's a lot of people, like, I'm encountering a lot of people online who are completely, like, besides themselves because I dare, ooh, dare how dare i have an interest in you know this ancient science so i want everybody if you need somebody to talk to i hate to say it like this i'm here because i feel like there's a i already have a lot on my plate but you can send me a message on facebook um through the spiritual gangster certified page make sure that you check it out uh, talk to whoever is in your spiritual circle. 
um, you know, if you have an astrologer or somebody, a friend or anybody, but go within and come back to peace because there's going to be people trying to disrupt it just because. And as we approach Aquarius season, mm, 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 I'm telling y'all, be ready. So many people cannot handle what those of us about that uh, spiritual gangster certified life have. They're jealous of it. They're scared of it. They don't understand it. And people fear what they don't understand. So keep your head up. Be mindful of the energy around you. And clear your energy often. If you're saging um, your crystals, whatever it is that you do. I hate to tell anybody to have anything in particular that they do. I I think you should do what resonates with you. But um, we we can't expect to easily, you know, ascend. You know, there's always going to be some obstacles, but us being able to overcome those obstacles, that's key. So hope everybody is having an amazing week and I'll check you out on the next episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. Peace. Peace.